go ahead, shake that jar of sprinkles and celebrate your role as a mom. I'm Stephanie Fleece. And I'm Michelle Fortin with City Mom Collective. And our hope is that this podcast brings a smile to your face, a skip to your step, and a sprinkle or two to your mundane. This is Just Add Sprinkles, Celebrating Motherhood, a podcast by City Mom Collective. Welcome back, mamas. This is episode 61 of Just Add Sprinkles, Celebrating Motherhood. So, Michelle, yeah. I have a question for you. Okay. Uh, did you know that every three minutes, a food allergy reaction sends someone to the emergency room? Every three minutes? Yes. No, I did not know that. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, wow. it's no wonder that parents with kiddos with allergies often have higher anxiety than other parents. Uh, yeah. My goodness. I would too. Um, mm. And we're going to uh, talk about that issue today. How about we do it, Steph, in this yes. episode of our podcast? Um now, let's try to break this down um, for everyone to get their head around. Um, first of all, Steph, how many kids on average are in your girls' classrooms at school? I would say about 30. Okay, same for me. So um, one in 13 kids in America has food allergy, which means there are likely at least two kids per class for our children. I have two. You have three. And that means 10 kids in our direct circle have a food allergy, even though our kids don't. Yeah. Well, more than 170 foods have been reported to cause allergic reactions, according to food allergy research and education. Of those, nine are actually the major food allergens and responsible for the majority of serious reactions. That's right. And they are shellfish, milk, peanuts, tree nuts, egg, fish, wheat, soy, and the new one, sesame. Yeah, and for about 40% of kids with food allergies, it's not just that they have one food that they're allergic to, it's multiple foods. So think about this, soy and peanuts, wheat and shellfish, egg and milk. These are all super common ingredients. They're in a lot of things that we have in our home, and I would never think that they're in them. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, just reading labels, you know, there's probably so many things in my home um, that have all of those things in them, to be honest. And while you and I don't have kids with allergies, um, we didn't want to tackle this issue um, blind like like you and I are. We wanted to bring in a mom who is in the know, who's dealing with us on a daily basis. And Steph, uh, you had the chance to chat with a mom in your life um, who is an allergy mom. Yes, for sure. Yeah, I have a local friend, local to the Minneapolis area um, named Jody, who has uh, four out of the five uh, people in her family have some level of allergy, and she'll share a little bit more about that. So here's my conversation with Jody. Hey, Jody. Thanks Hi. for being willing to share your story with us. So let's start with uh, just your personal experience and tell us a little bit about your family and their journey with uh, food allergies. Hi, thanks, staff. I'm happy to be here today. Um so, you know, we have, I have a family of five. There's five of us, um, three kids, and four out of the five of us have food allergies. And mm-hmm. so food allergies are not new. Um, it's become a way of life for us at home. Um, my oldest is 22 and my youngest is nine. And we've been dealing with food allergies for, um, you know, about 15 or so years with our kids. Um, and with myself a little bit longer, but you know, um, it's, it's been, um, it is a journey to actually figure out what's going on. So you might be dealing with food allergies and not actually know it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so my youngest is the one who is plagued with the most, if you will. Um, she has um, allergies to peanuts and tree nuts. Um, she is also allergic to gluten and dairy. And I want to just also, you know, kind of create some awareness around food allergies and intolerances. A lot of times people use them interchangeably. Mm -hmm. Um, An allergy is an actual immune response. It's essentially kind of like your body is fighting itself, where the intolerance, you can have similar symptoms and signs, um, but generally it's not life-threatening when you have an intolerance. And a lot of times it's more um, geared with digestive issues. So when I talk today, we'll, I'll, I'll probably use the two interchangeably. Um, we know for sure that Harper has these allergies. We know for sure that I have some allergies. Some of the other ones that my kids have, we think are more intolerances. But um, truthfully, the testing that they have out there is not super reliable. So we're not mm-hmm. sure to be 100%, you know, sure. um, to disclose that. So Harper has peanuts and tree nut allergies. Um, she is also allergic to shellfish. Um, she was um, allergic to eggs or had an intolerance to eggs and did a food challenge at one point in time. So we fold those back in from time to time. But she also has gluten and dairy. Where the rest of us, um, we just are more in the gluten and dairy yeah. world. Yeah. Okay. So think back to Harper's nine now. Yep. Um, think back to the early days when, you know, how did you identify that she had an allergy or an intolerance and at what age? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, um, Harper, um, she broke out in hives around her mouth when she was about age one from peanut, from peanut butter, um, after breakfast one day. Um, and then we, took note of it and she had peanut butter the next day and it happened again, only it was a little bit more of an aggressive, you know, breakout. Um, and so at that point in time, we made an appointment and brought her in. Same thing happened with eggs shortly thereafter mm-hmm. from eating French toast. Okay. Um, and we knew enough at that point in time that, you know, it was an, al- an allergic reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, as for the rest of the kids, um, they too had, um, not hive symptoms, but more digestive symptoms. Mm -hmm. Um, So symptoms can range from hives. It can range from rash breakouts. It can range from digestive issues, Mm -hmm. diarrhea, low moods, Mm -hmm. um, lack of focus, things like that. And so we've experienced all of those across all of our kids. Okay. So you took her into your just pediatrician to start? Yes. Okay. We took her into the pediatrician. Pediatrician said, you know, this is a little bit more above, you know, kind of what I focus on. I want mm-hmm. you to see a, an allergist. And so we went to an allergist um, and that's where our journey began okay. at one with Harper. Yeah. 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 Well, um, that's super interesting, especially because I, you know, thankfully don't have any kiddos that have allergies. I venture to guess that we probably have some intolerances as a lot, (laughs) a lot of people probably do. So thanks for the definitions on that. And so here, um, here's some follow-up questions. You know, I have to imagine that there are moms that are listening that either, you know, may think that one of their kids has an allergy or or an intolerance. So we've talked about kind of the initial steps, Uh, but, you know, as, and because we're friends, I know this about Mm -hmm. you, uh, you know, I, there's a lot of, fear, um, in 
your kiddo, especially entering into school age uh, and navigating allergies and how to uh, hand them into the world that, you know, like maybe doesn't have the sensitivity that you do. So talk with me a little bit about that journey for you. Yeah. You you know, sending Harper off to school was absolutely frightful. And um, with all of the allergies that she had and peanuts and tree nuts being, you know, something that is... um, that can cause anaphylaxis, mm-hmm. right? So, um, and nobody wants to see their kids have any sort of reaction to that. And we knew Harper was very um, sensitive uh, because she actually reacted just from the touch of having almonds. Somebody ingested almonds, touched her skin and her skin broke out. So we knew what we were dealing with when we were sent her to school. Um, I really tried to partner with kindergarten teacher. And that was my first strategy is to partner with the teacher, try to make her life as easy as possible, but also give Harper what she needed. Mm -hmm. So I um, wrote up a bunch of things for her to use as resources. Mm -hmm. I gave her numbers to reach me. I made sure that we had EpiPens in her presence at all times and at the nurse's office. And Mm -hmm. usually your schools will have that protocol already Mm -hmm. in place. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also spent some time with her reviewing the EpiPen and how to use it because for those of us who are familiar with food allergies, they can come in different forms and are used just a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. Um, So I wanted to make sure that she understood how to use that. Mm -hmm. And I also wanted to make sure that the other kids in the class Mm -hmm. understood what food allergies were. So I volunteered to come into class and talk to the kids and the teachers Mm -hmm. about what it's like to have a kid with food allergies. Mm -hmm. I wanted Harper to feel safe at school. And I wanted the kids to understand that if they were to have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for lunch, Mm -hmm. how important it is that they wash up before Mm -hmm. they interact with Harper. Yeah. Yeah. So I really tried to create as many tools as I could Mm -hmm. partner with the school. And then the last thing is I wanted her room Mm -hmm. to, I wanted there to be some sort of public notification on the outside of the door that Mm -hmm. said, this is a a peanut and al- mm-hmm. you know peanut allergy room, mm-hmm. so that yeah. people would know going in and out. Right. And so the school thankfully um, worked with me, and we were able to get those notifications mm-hmm. on all of the classrooms there yes. um, at her school. So yeah, I think you know that's kind of my strategy going in, even mm-hmm. working with parents mm-hmm. when right. when Harper goes to school or right. over to visit. Yeah, with yeah with kids. And um, I feel like I recall that you also met with the cafeteria staff. Too. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I met with the staff. You laugh, but I mean, I I have to imagine it's an incredibly scary thing to send your kiddo uh, to school, especially that first year. Uh, And (laughs) I I think that's really smart and very wise, even if it's just purely for your own, like, okay, I feel like they've been educated. Yes. Yes. I wanted them to know who my child was. I wanted them to meet her. I wanted them to put her face and her name together. Sure. Yeah, sure. So um, let's talk about, uh, you know, as and Harper is one of my daughter's uh, dear friends. um, But as we raise kids that, uh, you know, a sensitivity to people that are different and have different um, things that they're working through is so important. Mm -hmm. How can we raise kids that are more sensitive to kiddos with food allergies? Any suggestions? You know, um, I think the most important thing is kind of stems from the kids and the parents and the families that have food allergies to really be open and talking with the friends and their loved ones and, you know, those families, excuse me, so that they 
um, understand because they're, you know, if you don't have allergies in your family, you don't understand, you just, you just don't get what you don't get. Right. So, um, I think that it first, the first step is to just be open, Mm -hmm. um, and for families to be open to listening about these challenges Mm -hmm. and, and to help us educate their own kids when they do play with their friends. Yeah. Um, how important it is. And I know Elsie, mm-hmm. um, she's eyes and ears for Harper mm-hmm. when Harper is around. So, you know, that makes our family feel so much more at ease and mm-hmm. relaxed mm-hmm. when the kids are around each other. So whether they're at sports or at mm-hmm. school or whatever, yeah. these kids are looking out for each other and the families right. are. Right, right. I think that's so true to raise kids that can be advocates and ambassadors for each other and not only speak up for them themselves and their own needs, but also be be able to speak up for someone, you know, in need. So I think that's really great. Well, how about um, mom to mom? You know, like what are things that another mom can do for a mom with a kiddo with food allergies that can help you feel more seen and that it's a safe environment? Yeah, I mean, that's a I mean, such a great question to ask, Mm -hmm. and I'm so always thrilled to answer it. Um, And, you know, I think, again, it starts with having open conversations Mm -hmm. with moms. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's understanding that when we ask for recipes or when we ask, what are you serving at your party or Mm -hmm. what do you, you know, what do you have out that we're not, you know, there's no... You know, ill intention for that. It's really to keep our kiddos safe. Yeah. And so, um, you know, just receiving that sort of information and feedback from us mm-hmm. in a way where we're just trying to create, you know, a positive experience um, and build friendships around feeling safe. Um, so I think, you know, helping us, communicating with us, um, helping to create safe environments, whether that means, you know, we usually have peanuts sitting out on the counter or, you know, when, you know, as your kids get older, they help themselves into the refrigerator. Mm -hmm. So just keeping things Mm -hmm. that are, um, not safe, Mm -hmm. keeping them out of the reach where the kids can get into them. Um, and I think too, being open when our kids come over and Mm -hmm. helping them understand that I know you're Mm -hmm. safe and I'm here if you need anything. Sure. Sure. So, yeah, no, I think, and you know, every kiddo and mom of a kiddo um, wants their kids to feel included, you know, so Absolutely. they want to be included, but they also want to feel this level of safety. And so I think, you know, those are some really good suggestions for yes. keeping people um, included and aware. So there's, this, we've just touched this, scratch the tip of the surface yes. of food yes. allergies, but yes. thank you for sharing your experience. Yes, I you're so very welcome. It. Thanks for having me. Oh, wow. That was so great to hear her perspective and such great practical tips for all of us. Yeah. You know, she has taught me so much, especially just in uh, her daughter's friendship with um, my daughter, Elsie. I think just the level of sensitivity that we can help our kiddos to have. Uh, Truthfully, unfortunately, a lot of people think that allergies are Oh, like they just don't like them or it's, it can't be that serious, you know, and that's not the case for these kiddos that have severe, severe allergies. And so I'm just thankful for her experience, for sharing it with us. Uh, And I'd say that our lives are definitely different just given um, walking alongside of their family. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's life or death for a lot of families and it's um, yeah, super, super concerning and definitely something that we need to be aware of. So Uh, Mama, if you're concerned about your child possibly having a food allergy, here are some symptoms that we want you to look out for. 
wheezing, trouble breathing, or coughing, hoarseness or tightness in the throat, belly pain, vomiting, diarrhea, itchy, watery, or swollen eyes, hives, red spots, or swelling, and that's um, what tipped Jody off to one of her girls, a drop in blood pressure or passing out. And of course, we do need you to see a pediatrician for testing and more information, but those are some of the clues that you might be dealing with a food allergy. Right. And next time that you're asked to bring uh, snacks to school and you're reminded to not send anything with nuts, uh, think about what Jody shared uh, and how just like her, you do anything to protect your kiddo. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> anything. Um, for sure. Steph, um, I have a really important question, actually, really quick. Um, okay. Do you think that there's a such thing as allergy-free sprinkles? Oh, gosh. I really hope so. <laughs> We need all, we need this. Somebody needs to come to the rescue. Uh, Well, here's the deal. We need, as mamas, um, either food allergy mamas or those that are not, um, to celebrate the big and little things in the mundane, every part of our lives. Um, And a great way to do that is to just add sprinkles. For show notes and more information on this episode of Just Add Sprinkles Celebrating Motherhood, please visit momcollective.com. There you can find more information on our topic, our guest, and our host, Stephanie Fleece. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to give a review wherever you listen to podcasts so we can keep encouraging moms to celebrate motherhood and just add sprinkles.